We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. Before we get into today's pod, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here on Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you wanted to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive cover art, Q&As of Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and e-learning course filled with tips and tricks. On top of that, we'll get you sure published to apple spotify google stitcher and other listening platforms and the best part is that you can get this all for 15 dollars a month that's the same rate that any other hosting site would just charge you for the initial setup so whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow hustle is an open door to your sports experience acceptance to the program is limited so get your application in today to apply go to bwhustle.com join check out the description box for this episode of find out more that's bwhustle.com slash join the sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time so grab a drink and join your host alphonse sydney for a miami heat beat post game show what's up everybody this is the first Regular season hangover time after a win. I mean, it took long enough, goddammit. Uh, we have because we didn't do a show on um after Christmas because you know we have families and shit. Um, heat win 119, 108. What a response. Someone already in the chat is saying it. You go from being blown out by 47 points to not really a dominant performance, but a gutty, gritty performance. You don't have your best player in Jimmy Butler. Um, the Bucks are at full strength. You're tinkering with lineups. There's five guys playing on the floor that, you know, we never thought we'd see the Gabe Vincent, Kendrick Nunn, Kelly Olenek, blah, blah. You know, we never saw thought we saw, we'd saw we see some of these lineups. Some wild lineups. Spo was just throwing everything out there, seeing what worked. And, you know, you came away with the dub. There was a lot of good things to talk about. There's still some concerns. Um, turnovers uh, being chief among them. Like, they have not fixed that issue. And I don't know where, you know, how far they can go until they fix that. But let's go ahead, uh, pan out to the rest of the cast tonight. Of course, we have the producer, uh, Brass Jazz. Brass, what are you drinking tonight? What's up, everybody? I got some nice mezcal going here tonight. All right. All right. Uh, Then we have Tiffany Meeks, my right hand. What's going on, Tiffany? What are you drinking tonight? 
Uh, it's back. Trust oh, so, okay. Even though it was a, even though it was bad luck, you still drank it. I, I didn't. I I didn't give up. <laughs> Can't let go of that rope. <laughs> don't get. Don't let go of the vodka. <laughs> uh, next we have Moose. Moose, what are you drinking tonight? Is that more of that monkey's paw? What, what's going on, people? Yes, it is monkey shoulder. I figured I'd stay oh, on brand. Can, can you be? <laughs> can you have a brand after one episode? I don't know. Yeah, we're shooting. For, we're sure. shooting for that. All right, staying on brand. Going with the monkey shoulder. My brand is cargo shorts, so what are you going to do? Uh, I'll stick with the whiskey. Uh, Siobhan's on mute. Siobhan. Got oh, you off. She's on. There we go. Hello. Siobhan, what's going on? What are yes. you drinking tonight? I got the Jack single barrel, and then I also have a glass of Pinot. So. Double fisted after the win. I mean, listen, let's go. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, it's been stressful. Be it, be it a weekday or not, Siobhan is ready. <laughs> let's go. We all working from home shit. Why, why not? Right. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm drinking. I'm back to the old mainstay, Sprite and vodka. Um, well, I'm no, sorry, George. No hard George. seltzers tonight from anyone. Oh no, we, we, that, that's why we won. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I'm at, we're doing live producing. Um, uh, Sedano can't get on the Streamyard link. Uh, so you know what, Brass, go ahead and play the Bam highlights because Bam was amazing tonight, almost with a triple triple double. Uh, basically played Giannis toe to toe. Um, I, you know, I'm sure you know Giannis's triple double is going to get all the fame, but Bam was right there neck and neck with him. So go ahead and play those uh, those uh, highlights. He is so hard to contain in the lane area. Bam against Lopez, and that will, and all of a sudden three from downtown in this first half. Yeah, they got a lot of weapons. They surround Antetokounmpo. Oh. How about that? Vincent put it in the sky. And Bam with both hands crushed. They set an NBA record with 29 makes beyond the arc. Meter back to their starting group for tonight. Bam against Portis. Buries a dotted line jump shot. Adebayo against Giannis. Look at that. What a play against the defensive player of the year last season. Call it a hesitation or change of pace move. And he froze Giannis there so Beautiful. So we got to make it a little bit more difficult somehow, some way. We'll see you in a little bit for Ron's Rewind coming up during Heat Halftime. He's going to buy yourself for the Chevy dealers. Let's go back to John and Aaron. Gentlemen. All right, I'm still having trouble getting Sedano the link, but we'll figure it out. Technical difficulties. It's a live show. This is kind of shit that happens. Um, so uh, let's go. Let's go. First of all, now my now my. Uh, Computers making noise. I'm all over the place. All right, so let's go to the, you know, I got to give my roses out because I was hard as hell on Tyler, on Tyler Hero all day on Twitter, on the show last night. I called, I said he wasn't a point guard. I still don't think he's a point guard. I thought he was put in the right situation to be great tonight. And I thought he was great, especially in that third quarter when the Heat were looking like they were about to let the game slip away. I think Tyler is the one that really got them settled down and he kept and I always call I always say this he kept giving them those relief points getting to the basket doing things when when nothing else is working and kind of creating his own offense within himself and also creating a little bit for others had 15 rebounds tonight 
You know, they were killed on the boards last night. I think they they at one point they were even. I don't know how it finished. Uh, they finished with 52. They actually out-rebounded the Bucks by five. I think Tyler was a big part of that, the guards crashing the boards. Tiffany, uh, talk about Tyler and what you saw from him tonight. He, he played like the old Tyler. Go get a bucket. Crash the boards. Don't think about it. He literally was just going through his motions and not the team's motions. Sometimes you just got to go get it. You can't sit back and wait on it. And they took him off the ball most of the game, which is where he needed to be to flourish. And it wasn't, you know, and it wasn't forced. He literally just played his game. You know, and, and he also might have heard the chatter, which is fine. And He, he saw my his, tweets? He saw your tweets. <laughs> <laughs> his stand saw my tweets. His stand saw them, and they went off on me. And he rose to the occasion. So you know what, Moose? Let's go. Hey, I'm I'm kind of I'm hurting that you went to Tiffany first because I've been ready. Let's go. <laughs> You're right. Come on. You're right. You, this was your time to shine. This was your time to shine. No, I'm just listen. I'm thrilled. As soon as I heard that Avery Bradley was in the starting lineup, which you know, thank you. Obviously, Spo of course is listening to Hangover Time. Heard us talk about it yesterday. You know, so as soon as I heard that, I knew okay. There's going to be an opportunity there for Tyler to just focus on scoring, which is what he is best at and should be doing right now in his second year at 20 years old. Without his third quarter, I'm not saying we lose tonight or anything like that, but his third quarter definitely swung the game back in our favor and then also ignited let's not stop with just with just tyler goron came back in then was smoking red hot and i think he was feeding off tyler's energy i think that shift in the third quarter just off tyler scoring and doing what he has to do to get to his spots and get his shots off i think that was a game changer for us definitely and i think um siobhan if the fourth quarter i think goron and kelly kind of took you home there uh, yeah. or at least they they got they they helped build that lead, and then Bam and others helped. Out. Avery Bradley was amazing, but really at the start of the fourth, the, the guys that were able to create separation for you, um, and I was hard on Kelly all night. You you can't just Dante Vincenzo can't be getting rebounds over you. You're seven feet tall, like stop it. But you know when Kelly giveth, Kelly taketh away, and Kelly giveth. You know what did you see at the beginning of the fourth between those two? Well, I think so. So the beginning of the fourth is important, like you said, but to, to Moose's point, we don't we really don't get there um, without Tyler's third. And it's 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 what was what you said, Moose, is what it's what um, it's what Tiffany said, just having Avery in there, having Tyler be able to just play and not think. Um, so then. So. So, yeah. So you also were talking about, you know, the, the swing in the third um, and whether or not we lose or don't lose. Yeah. Points wise, but you mentioned also, you know, his energy. And so, boom, like you said, so, so, so Tyler gets off in the third. And then the other guys, Kelly, Goran, they feed off that in the fourth. And, and it's beautiful to watch you. So, I don't know, like you just, you, you get that shot in the arm. And then the other guys, Kelly, dogs, you know, they bring you home and everyone is able to, like, I don't know, Tyler got like a shot in the arm. And then, you know, you got an echo going. To stay without able to like 
We're like an infinite loop right now. Okay. I think I think George needs some headphones. We're like on I mean, an infinite in a, loop. It's like an infinity gauntlet there. <laughs> it was like a Chris Nolan movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what was happening. I was like, we got an echo going. Three minutes later, we got an echo going. Um okay, and then you know, we, we talked about uh we talked about those guys. Um Avery Bradley. Um he had a big fourth quarter. He had a what I thought he brought to what he brought to the starting lineup, what he brought to the game as a whole on the perimeter was a d- defensive intensity from the outset that we didn't see last night. Because really, for for three quarters, what's up, Rohan? He said, "What's up, nerds?" Uh, for three quarters, I don't think the Heat's offense was a lot better than it was last night. They were still turning the ball over. Um, they were still passing up layups for threes, which it drives me nuts. Um, they, I mean, and they were, but they were shooting a decent percentage and they kind of blew it up in the fourth, but really what the difference was, was defense through the first three, like they actually played defense. And also we also got to remember the Bucks shot historically well yesterday, they weren't going to do that two games in a row and Tiffany, they didn't. Right. So defensively between Avery, precious Iggy, these guys that just came in and just gave you all out, just hardcore defensive hustle uh what what did you see on the defensive side um i think the thing about avery that we always forget he's he's steady he doesn't really show a lot of emotion he doesn't get too high he doesn't get too low he is he's literally a good hand to steer the ship he's steady he will play on ball defense he will trap in the corner he will run the entire court to try to get the loose ball and his defensive intensity basically was it. I, I feel like it put the team in waves. So it started with the backcourt, and then it went to the front court, and they just moved as a unit on defense with him in there. It wasn't like yesterday where they were running around like chickens with their heads cut off, swiping at every ball. This time they had purpose. They moved on defense with purpose. Sedano, so I know you've been on some professional broadcasts. Yeah, this is weird. I, I, this, I mean, I don't know why I keep hearing things later, and I'm also hearing it in real time. Are you still getting an echo? I'm not only just getting an echo, I'm getting the broadcast back a few seconds later. I'm going to leave and come back. Let's see how okay, that works. Let's, let's see that. Let's, he's used to, you know, high-class productions like this. You know, so I mean, he's a professional. He understands. He gets it. Um, <laughs> the uh, Sedano office. Um, that was amazing. Whoever did, whoever did that, Brass, you got to send that to me, please. George Scott. Uh, George Scott, George exactly. Scott, please. Um. Now, looking through the box score. The only guys that were minus on the whole on the game were Kendrick Nunn at a minus seven, and then Precious at a minus two, which I'm not mad at him. And I- Iggy was a minus three. I mean, but everybody else, I mean, plus sixteen for Kelly, plus eleven for Bam, plus ten for Tyler. Like the guys who you need to step up when Jimmy Butler's not in, in not uh, available to dress, 
stepped up tonight. And I think that was kind of the difference between tonight and last night. George, how are yes, you? Yes, now you? we're good. Okay. Listen. For whatever reason, I just needed to leave and come back. Now it sounds perfect. This this isn't ESPN, but we're close. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? I am not drinking anything yet. I, oh, man. Uh, I'm drinking this sparkling ice water, um, oh. but, but that's pretty much it. Uh, it's early. Uh, it's only 7 <laughs> o'clock. You know, like, I got kids to put to bed still. You're breaking the rules of the show, but we'll forgive you. I, I mean, listen, this is what happens when you have someone who's three hours behind you at this point. So. I couldn't even get you the right link, so what am I b- bitching at you about? Exactly. <laughs> Hi um, to everybody, by the way. Hi, George. Uh, that was that was awkward. It was like, okay. <laughs> uh, so George, the the difference between last night and tonight. I mean, the score obviously, but um, <laughs> Histor- I, historical three point shooting. Uh, yeah, you know. I, I mean, look, I also think the Heat played a much stronger game defensively. They got up in people's airspace and things of that nature. Look, there was very little resistance. For look, we can talk about, I guess, historic shooting. Yes, that played a role in it. However, I don't feel like they were contesting the way that they're capable of contesting. And now you saw a game where they played, for the most part, Miami Heat basketball defensively. So they were able to close out better. Um, Giannis also didn't really attack the paint, I felt like, uh, the way he at least tried in that first game yesterday. So I think that played a role, too. Uh, but more importantly, they just took the game more seriously on the defensive end. And look, they did a better job in the second half. But I think that against a team like Milwaukee, who wants to get out and run and wants to play out in, uh, you know, with a certain pace, you can't just keep giving the ball up uh, <laughs> like they've been doing to everybody. It wasn't just Milwaukee, as we've seen through four games. They've just constantly coughed it up. And they did that again early on. They were just lucky enough to kind of stay in it early. Yeah, I mean, 22 turnovers for the game and 10 in the first quarter. Like, so it they cleaned it up a little bit, but that's still, I mean, it's horrible. Like, and this is not, I mean, this is their, I think this all all four games, they've been at least 20 turnovers. I mean, I, that has to be a record for the first four games of the season for the Heat. I mean, we could have somebody look that up, but it's, I mean, it's it's horrible. Um, so, Sadat, I want to get your, you know, your uh, take on something that I've been getting yelled at, and maybe you'll yell at me too. Uh, I've been prepared for this for you know ever since I asked you to come on because we always get into shouting matches on these things. Can Tyler Hero be your answer at starting point guard going forward? I mean, listen, man. Um, I don't think so. Uh, however, I think a lot of it is he's a – look, Izzy actually was talking about this in my text chat with him Um it's me and him and Amin and Zach Harper and, and Mike Ryan. and Name dropping. No, not name dropping. I'm just, I, I just want to give proper credit. Is that where can I, I don't Can know. I get in on that? I don't want to know. Um, um, just, no, just, no. Come on, for all time's yeah. sake. No. He'll no, no. um, so, send you the wrong link. Yeah. So the, um, Izzy pointed out he is a good passer for a shooting guard. And that's a lot different from being the organizer of the offense. So I, I think that that – look, they tried that with Josh Richardson. They've tried this before. You know, I mean, look, they tried Tyler it with Johnson. Winslow. Right, Tyler Johnson with Winslow uh, with different variations of success, okay? Um, and honestly, I don't think any of them were really good point guards per se. I guess Winslow was probably the 
best suited. Um, however, still not great, right, at yeah. that position. It is very clear when Goran Dragic comes into the game <laughs> like what a, a difference it is spark to have right? someone yeah. who is a natural point guard, right? Um, and I think that it's funny because Goran has gone through this metamorphosis of being overlooked to being like this darling to kind of sort of being overlooked very early on again. And then like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you that's why. why he does what he does. Right. So I also think the problem with Tyler is defensively, you have a big problem with him there. So Avery Bradley starting makes all the sense in the world. He yeah. has been fantastic when he's been healthy. Uh, it's been a while, but last year with the Lakers, he was healthy and did a really good job for them. And the Heat's biggest weakness has been point of attack defense. Like you guys have talked about this a million times over, um, as everybody has. So having a guy like Avery, who's an all defensive team player in the past, who was very good last year. And again, clearly you see him already making an impact. I think that that would be the way I would go. I would go with Avery, who doesn't hurt you with spacing. Okay. Um, and then I would have Jimmy, uh, Bam, Robinson. And whoever you want, really, at the four. I don't think <laughs> difference to me. Um, Tyler, so, put Tyler at the four. Why not? I mean, not him, but like, like, like just Jeff, any of those other guys who are, you know, six, six and above. Or wait, six, Tiffany's going to. Wait, wait. Except no, for who, Tiff? Except no, for who? No, Mo, Mo. No, Mo. Well, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's too early to get. I mean, I've seen a lot of you guys' reactions on social media, and I feel like. Look, man, you guys are want to talk about small sample size theater. For the love of God, it's been four games, you know? I'm not saying he's the end-all, be-all sort of panacea, but he, you know, he's a functional NBA player, but there's a reason he makes $3.6 million a year, right? Like, he's not going to be some huge solution. He's just a guy you plug in, right? Like, I think that, and I don't think in theory, over a large span of time, he will hurt you uh, all that much. So I, it I hurts me. I mean, <laughs> hurts no, me. You guys love to pick on a guy, and then that's it. It's just you're gonna needle that guy forever, and that's the end, oh. of, the, the, end of the deal. Like you, that's how you guys work. I, I get it, um, but I don't think he's as bad as you guys make him out to be. Nor do I think he's as bad as what we've seen through the first four games. Because it's hard to be as bad as what we've seen through the first four games. That's fair. Oh, the first three games. I mean, like, I mean, we, look, we all we all know Kelly Oubre is not as bad as he's looked. Right. It's it's okay. early in the season, but Mo Harkless doesn't have a really long track record of being a difference maker. Well, I, I thought he played well with the Clippers in in very limited minutes last year, um, and then he went to the Knicks, and that's a whole different situation, right? Like, no, yeah, that's just nobody so. can can count. And I, honestly, I thought he played pretty well there too, uh, for the most part. Um, but the Clippers were were interested enough to keep him on the roster. Now they ended up moving him because he just, you know, they needed other things, but I, I still think he is a functional NBA player, uh, not a difference maker, but ultimately a guy who's going to be in theory a net neutral. Yeah. Um, well, let me, uh, before we keep going in about like two minutes, we're going to start taking questions from the chat mm -hmm. and then we're going to wrap up around 35, 40 minutes. Uh, so you guys go ahead and start, uh, you know, sending your questions in for George, for the rest of us about the game, about the season, about, you know, even other NBA teams, because George is here. George covers the whole league. I don't watch anyone but the Heat, so don't ask me shit. I just make I just like to make fun of the Clippers and the Sixers and stuff like that. Um, 
but uh before we before we go on Duncan Robinson uh two for four tonight he could you know he couldn't get free is that just a function you know I asked you Siobhan uh is that just a function of not having Jimmy out there or not having somebody out there to take some of that attention off of him or is it or is his gravity just that important that it's it's okay that if he's not scoring if he's not hitting four or five three-pointers as long as he's taking basically taking a defender like he pulled Chris Middleton out of every single play like is that important is that enough or does he have to hit four or five three-pointers to justify his playing time so I think it is a little bit of a function of not having another playmaker to maybe um say some some stuff loose to get him loose but uh even yesterday, Chris was Chris was up in him, and um, maybe it's not necessarily enough for his gravity to just be what it is. But it it doesn't hurt you at all. Like he, like you said, he has Chris pulled completely away from everything else that's happening defensively. So at that point, you're playing four on four, which uh, you know begs the the desire more often. You know to see Bam and to see other guys. You know attack. We have more space. Duncan's out running in circles, you know, occupying people. We have the room to, you know, kind of get loose a little bit. Um, I don't know if, if, but then, you know, people have also had all of the postseason to scout him too. So yeah. I don't know if this is something that, that will continue. And then maybe if it does continue, then, you know, maybe it becomes a little bit more of a problem. But right now I think his gravity is uh, serving a purpose just in and of itself. I think they're going to have to do a little bit more than this, just that dribble handoff. Yeah, we got to be we, a little bit more creative with stuff, too. Like, the, the pistol, yeah. the handoff, Bam has to look to do some stuff. He has space. Like, I don't know. I agree with you. Um, And I love the Bam's aggressiveness tonight, yep. George. I mean, you watch the game. Like, we – I think a lot of people, rightfully so. Like, I can be, I can be hard on Tyler, but I was also hard on Bam. Rightfully so. When Jimmy's not out there, Bam has to be aggressive, right? Bam almost had a triple double tonight. He was he was not just grabbing the ball and looking for the first chance to pass it. He was looking at the rim. He was taking his uh taking the little jump shot, attacking the rim when he could. I mean, what did you see from Bam tonight? Yeah, I, I saw him play the role that he should be playing as a guy who is being paid like a max player. And I hate to bring out the money part of it, but that's the reality of it. Like you you look at him. And you say to yourself, all right, he still has, you know, plenty of other gears, I think, uh, or, or places he can hit as he ascends offensively. We know how good he is and how impactful he is defensively. I think that he, his comments in the post game after yesterday's loss didn't sit well with me because he made some comment, and again, I'm paraphrasing, something to the effect of, you know, I'm just basically doing – uh, what I need to do within the offense, get my teammates involved. No, 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 no. Especially <laughs> when Jimmy's not there. You yeah, exactly. absolutely that was, have to assert yeah. yourself. Um, and by the way, I would say that that is the case even when Jimmy is there. Is there, um, yeah. Because I think that he is probably, no, not probably, he is the guy with the highest ceiling on the roster. Yep. So you have to take advantage of that. He is generally a mismatch in a lot of situations, understanding that he still developing his own game and rounding out his own game in a lot of ways. But that doesn't mean that he he can be passive. That means that he still has to be aggressive and there are still things that he can do on the floor um, that doesn't necessarily mean going to the basket every time that will make things work for that offense. 
The NBA is back in action and football is heading into the playoffs. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure that you get every single possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching prop, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day head over to bet online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses don't forget to use code bluewire at betonline.ag that's bluewire all one word bet online your online sportsbook experts Twenty twenty has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world, and with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore, Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly. So you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short-term list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do right now indeed is offering our listeners a free 75 dollars credit to boost your job post which means more quality candidates will see it fast try it with a free 75 dollars credit at indeed.com slash blue wire this is their best offer available anywhere go right now to indeed.com slash blue wire offer valid through december 31st terms and conditions Um, the first question, as we go to questions, because I, I saw one that I liked, um, and it's for George, uh, is the question was, is Spo just a guy? <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> clearly, not, clearly not just a guy. Shout out to my guy, Dan Dockage, who argued with me for like 10 minutes at a summer league game about it. Um, no, I mean, look, I, I've been touting he's the best coach in the league for a couple of years, and now the, G, the GM's basically – agreed with me for the most part last year or you know the last couple of years he was basically behind pop for the most part uh now he's even above pop so i I feel validated yes uh even the players this year voted him the best coach Mm -hmm. which is i mean listen man i i had there are very few people there are still a few um that will say that you know make excuses that he's not the best or one of the best or whatever i mean fine but to your point the players uh see it too and uh, even people, though, that were skeptical when I was bringing that up when they were winning 39 games yeah, um, have come to me. They came to me during the finals. I had at least two or three people uh, who work in media and sports media, not necessarily people who work in the NBA, but just in general. And were like, you know what? You were right about that. I was wrong. He, he's really good because that team shouldn't be in the NBA finals. Was one of them Dan Dockage? Okay, you don't have to answer that. No, no, but I feel like Dan has turned the corner on Spo a little bit. At least one, the last time people were were drilling him about that on social media, uh, which is constant. Um, I'm going to take this one around the horn, not just for George, but we'll we'll actually we'll end with George on this one. Who's the team biggest challenge for the Heat in the playoffs this season? 
the Nets, the Celtics, Tiffany, I'll start with you. Who do you think is the biggest challenge in the East? All things being equal, I'm going to say the Nets. Okay. Alex? It's so soon in the season because I, I really want to see what's what's going to happen, especially all things considered with a hardened trade if uh, Philly gets involved. But um, especially with the way that Durant and Irving look so far, it's hard to go against the Nets. I mean, that's that's going to be a tough one come, come seven-game series. Siobhan? I'm going to say if – if not the Nets, I um, I like maybe Boston. I think Tristan does something for them um, that mm-hmm. they hadn't really had before. Uh, Jalen is still steady coming into his own, and if Jason can at least just stay steady with where he's at, um, I mean, other Ky- Kyrie, Kyrie, KD, and Kyrie are are right there, obviously, or right there as answers to the question, but. I'll say the Nets and then the Celtics. George? I mean, it's the Nets. Uh, you know, you're talking about when those guys are right, you know, two top 10, top 15 players. I mean, KD being arguably one of the top three or four. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they've got the highest ceiling of all those teams, two guys that have won championships before. Um, the Dinwiddie injury, I think, will hurt them in the long run, but it happens so early that I feel like they can replace that. Um, you know, with like a George Hill type or someone like that who can just kind of organize them on offense with the second unit. Um, I love Karis LeVert as a player too. Um, yeah, it, it's the Nets, although, I, you know, I, I think Boston is in that conversation. The problem with them is going to be Kemba and injuries and, and what he looks like. Um, and I think he can also be had on defense. Also, the Harden thing, right? If it's Toronto, if it's Philly, I, I don't. I think both those teams could be in on him. Um, obviously, that changes the dynamics some. And and I think Philly's going to be better this year. I think that they now have the requisite shooting. Although I would love more for them. Um, and they've got a guy in Doc who understands what he needs to do to win a championship, right? I like Brett Brown personally. Brett Brown deserves a lot of credit for dealing with a lot of crap while he was there. Um, but you know. We've seen this in sports a lot of times, right? Where I think that's why they kept him so long, just because yeah. he dealt with so much shit. Right. And, and and by the way, he is a good coach, but there there are a lot of examples in sports where a guy can only take you so far because he's not ready to take you to that next step, yeah. right? And that's why you hire like a guy like Doc. So I, I think that those teams, the Nets, the Celtics, uh, Philly, um, will be in that mix. Uh, Milwaukee will be there. Um, I, I just. I just feel still confident that Miami can beat them in a series unless Giannis all of a sudden starts hitting shots in the mid range and, and hitting threes consistently where you have to respect him. I still feel like they're beatable. I don't know how much better they actually are this season as opposed to last. Um, They're certainly better as far as their top tier talent, but I think they lack the depth that they've had in previous years. I um. I agree with you, with you on the Bucks. We actually talked about this last night. I don't think they're better than last year. Um, I think the Drew thing is huge, right? But I think they gave up some depth, even though depth is a little bit overrated in the playoffs. But if you know, if Coach Bud isn't going to play Giannis the, the the number of minutes he needs to play him, and you know, cut that rotation down to seven, eight, like he should, it's not. It, you know, that depth actually is going to matter. But to me, it's the Nets because as long as Ke- Kevin Durant is healthy, he is the best player in the East. 
Um, and when you have the best player on your team, especially a guy as good as Kevin Durant with the pieces they have around them, even if Kyrie goes down with the injury, like you said, the Dinwiddie injury happened early. That means he'll be back before the playoffs. I believe I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, no, Dinwiddie's out for the season. Oh, he's out for the season. Shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, even the, even with that, they still have enough pieces there that even if Kyrie goes down, I'm still definitely afraid of the Nets because of KD. But uh, but listen, it's all about injuries. We don't we don't know what's going to happen. And the Sixers, I still don't. I, I just don't trust that team with Ben and Embiid. Um, but actually, what it, it actually leads us to our next question. And I'll start with you, George. Do you see the Heat doing a trade at some point this season? Because we started talking about the Harden thing a little bit. Um, what trades? Do, if you if they are going to make a trade this season, what do you see them doing? I could, man. I could see them adding another another wing. Um, I, you know, in the mold of like a Jay Crowder, you know, like, I, I just think you always want another body that you can throw at KD, uh, Kyrie, Giannis, right. The Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, the two guys in Boston, Kemba, right. Um, you know, I, I think you just need a lot of bodies, right. When you have those kind of perimeter players that you're playing against. Um, so yeah, that would be it. You know, I, I don't know a specific guy yet to peg. Um, because it's so early in the season, but I, I would expect some sort of wing help, uh, someone that's you know in that three and D type of mold. Siobhan, do you see a trade happening? I agree. I think we need to. I think I hope that there's a trade happening. I think we do need to shore up, you know, some of the 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 places uh, a weakness in the the guard rotation. Um, I agree. Someone threw up baby I, Oladipo. Yeah, but Indiana is going to be too good now. Like, yeah. there, he he's right. Some, the, the, the move for Oladipo needed to be done in the off season when yep. there was still it's a question about what he was going to look like. Now that they see what he's going to look like, um, Indiana is not trading him for scraps like that. That is off the table at this point. Now, look, Miami may be able to add him. Maybe he's the guy they add in free agency, and I think that that would be a good move for them uh, in the off season. But I, we all know he wants to be in Miami. So, but, but yeah, I mean, everybody knows. Yeah, it's like um, the Moose. worst kept secret. But yeah, <laughs> Moose, they making a trade. Listen, I think Pat Riley would make a trade right now if he could. I mean, we we know he wants to get the Harden deal done. Um, I I agree with George. I think there is going to be um, there's going to be you know scouring the market for another three and D guy. But I I also hope that they can add another point guard. I mean, this is going back to what we've been saying the entire time. You need you can't have enough floor generals, someone that can really set up the offense. And you know we can't we can't just re- put it all on Goran and Tyler the entire year. If you can just get one more guy to throw in there to spell for a couple minutes, I think that would be a huge help, especially for this you know rapid second half of the year that we're going to have. I mean, George Hill is going to be really sought after. Uh, Sam Presti is going to get another first round pick for him, probably. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. So honestly, just go to OKC for the entire draft the next few years. <laughs> They're going to be really good in a couple of years. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you watched that game yesterday, but that Roby kid is legit. Um, you know, they obviously Dort is a really good player. They've developed from the G League. Um, they're going to be really good again. They've, they've always been, drafted. They well. have talent, but they've always drafted well. Now they have a shit ton of picks. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's you know the 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 rich get richer, so they say. Um, Tiffany, do you see a trade happening? Yeah, I think I think there will be one. Um, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be what most fans think it will be. Most people have their fingers crossed for a home run 
I don't think that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be a guy that can just slot in without giving up too many assets who can just play a set role for this team. Uh, okay, so here's another question, and I, I, I like this question a lot because we haven't talked to any national people, really. I haven't heard a lot of national people talk about KZ Precious. Um, I mean, there was, a, we saw some cool things from Gabe Vincent tonight. Um, I don't think there's a lot to talk about with Gabe Vincent. Maybe he could start taking some of those Kendrick Nunn minutes because uh, Kendrick Nunn has just been bad. I mean, he had that one dunk that was awesome. But, I mean, there was two other times he passed up layups underneath the rim. Um, he, he's just he's, – he's a terrible defender. Gabe Vincent isn't much better, by the way. I, I need everybody to calm down a little bit because Gabe was getting yeah, hurt. Yeah, I see you. I see you. <laughs> Gabe had some nice minutes, but we're talking about an actual point guard. It's just, yeah. Go back and rewind it later. It's a whole – listen to George's monologue. I, I, like, I enjoyed Gabe. I enjoyed the Gabe minutes. I even tweeted out hashtag Gabe season because we overreact to everything. It's fun. But, like, chill out with the, you know, Gabe Vincent is a starting uh, – point guard no he's <laughs> a just... nice player he's a nice little player that you picked up out of the g league and you know but but that's what he is he's like yeah, you're he's a nice player. he's like your 13th man <laughs> okay but be, beyond nice. game nice. <laughs> uh guys like kz and precious what if george what has your been impression of those guys so far um look obviously with kz all you've seen is that one big preseason game i know he played a lot uh in the last game against milwaukee um but i I still think he looks very raw on offense like i don't think there's any question about that um defensively though he's a live body in a lot of ways um there's a reason they used him as kind of the scout team Giannis uh in the bubble last season because of his body and his ability particularly on defense to cover a lot of ground um, it's why I liked that they threw him kind of in the fire in a game that didn't matter to guard Giannis and a bunch of different long guys out there. Uh, I think his his floor is just a 3 and D guy, and his ceiling is probably like a really good rotation player. You know what I'm saying? But um, we're going to have to see the offense come around for that to be something that comes to fruition. But um, I, I think that most people don't, unless you're like a basketball dork, uh, most people don't know anything about KZ Akpala. You just know that the Heat are really good at developing guys, and here's another guy who's like six seven or six eight, and is built like an Adonis. And you're like, oh, okay, what is this guy going to do? I-, I think Precious though has gotten some love. Uh, certainly on Christmas, I know the guys on the national broadcast, uh, Richard Jefferson and Ryan Rucco, were were very complimentary of him. Um, the few people that I've talked to about him um, really like the pick because they look at him as just kind of a baby bam. Um, maybe with a better stroke at that particular point in his career, uh, although we haven't seen that very much yet. But I, I do think that, you know, that there is some uh, praise as far as Achua is concerned. I think that people think he can be kind of um, a really good fit uh, on a team that needed some length and some bodies. Um, you could tell his body still can fill out way more, um, which is promising still too, I think. Um, yeah, I, he still looks like a kid. Uh, and he look that's a grown man, right? But you you look at him you're like, man, he's he has room to grow still, which is kind of scary because he's out there banging with the big guys and he's not backing down, he's not scared. He's taking you know, Giannis coming in full steam ahead and clamping him down. I mean, it's just it's like you said, it's like a baby bam. It's like having it's just I keep saying that he'd have two bams, they have that you know, six nine, six ten energy guy on the floor at all times. Um, he's not bam as far as running an offense. Of course not. But as far as defensively, he's, you know, there is, 
he has he does some, he replicates some of the same things that Bam does. So you don't lose that as much when when Bam sits. Um, Julian, thanks for the super chat. Uh, Mo and none for a cheeseburger. Okay, all right. I'm in. I'm in. If it's a McDouble, even better. <laughs> Here's the point of the chat where we start. Uh, we start being ridiculous. Um, uh, Julian asked if we, should he go after Karis Levert. I, thank you for the super chat, sure. Julian. But there's, I mean, yeah, the first, yeah, sure they should, but I mean, there's no way they're gonna get him. I mean, like I, I love one thing he fans do that I love is like they just see a guy on another team and just like I want him, Pat, go get him. Like it doesn't work like that. Like someone was right. yelling at me, and I love him, Fitzius on Twitter. Shout out, he's yelling at me that he shouldn't go after Harden. They should go after Beal. Bill needs to want a trade <laughs> or right. like the, the Wizards need to want to trade Bill. You just can't. Yeah, Pat Riley is good. He's great. He's not that great. Like right. you, He's not convincing uh, Shepard, the general manager, to deal him when he doesn't want to deal him or when Bradley, to your point, doesn't want to be dealt. It, how many times? What? How many things does he have to show you to show you that he doesn't want to leave Washington right now? I mean, he's trying the extension. He he he. <laughs> Pledging his loyalty to the to the franchise. Oh, they started for zero oh and four. Who cares if he doesn't want to leave? It doesn't matter. Like, right? You can't just pull these things out of your ass. Um, I was looking for the next question. Brass had it up. Where'd it go? Someone saying trade for Durant. Okay, I'm not going to keep going through trade scenarios. The Heat just won a game, and all of this is all of it. Is, it's just it's trade scenarios. Uh, what, so I'm just going to go around the horn one last time. Last takeaways uh, from tonight's game. Uh, I, you know, I'll start and just say I was really. It, it felt good to see the Heat bounce back from a loss like that, right? The, the next night and take it back to the same team. And just and, and you know they didn't look intimidated. They didn't look scared that they didn't have Jimmy Butler again for the second night in a row. They they showed some heart, and it's you know it's the Heat team that we saw in the bubble that is just going to scrap and claw and fight the entire game. And then in the fourth, they did some things to kind of break it open, and they and they came away with the victory. Uh, Moose, what do you take away from tonight? Uh, drip season. Let's just get him off the ball. <laughs> let him keep cooking. Uh, you know, I think, and besides that also, I was really happy to see Bam step up tonight, especially after last night and just be more aggressive offensively. Um, so give me those two things moving forward and, and we'll be fine, man. It's early in the year. Siobhan. Um, the insertion of Avery. I like it. Uh, if he can hit jump shots, if he can hit consistent, like if he can be just a respectable jump shooter, um, and be steady and, you know, fight over the screens and just continue to do the things that he does. I think he has another dimension. He allows, you know, drip season to, to maybe flow a little more easily um, and just, you know, let Tyler play off the ball. Um, I agree. Cool. Band stepped up when we need him. Um, great win. Way to bounce back after getting your ass smacked, you know, the <laughs> night before. So, I like Tiff. Just energy and effort. That's it. Yeah. That's all I, I want to see. Win or lose, you just you got to come out and play. That's it. That was the point in the third quarter when they were down by twelve. I was like, I'm not even mad at this game. They don't have Jimmy. <laughs> Milwaukee's at full strength. Like you know, it, it, shit happens. But like they were like, but they were they were they were fighting. And unlike shit last night, where I mean they they just got their ass took and they just you know they were like whatever I'm gonna take whatever. 
Uh, George, takeaways from this game. Yeah, I mean, look, I think everyone nailed uh, a different thing. Um, I would say, and I know most Heat fans hate this, I like that Spo is tinkering. Um, I would like that he's doing a lot of different things. Some of them are weird. It freaks people out. It makes people angry. I don't know why people are surprised by this. He does this every single year to start the season. Absolutely. He and mixes also- and matches a lot of different people. What happened? What happened? Keep in, keep in mind, there's like there was no summer league. There was right. two preseason games. I Correct. mean, right now is no, still the tinkering league. time. Like this yeah. is yeah. this is the time. This is the time to do it. Yeah, and I think most coaches are doing it. Like I'm watching the Lakers right now on my TV as I look up, and they're mixing and matching a lot of different lineups that they would never play, uh, probably in a game that matters. But they want to see what they got, right? So I think yeah. that that's part of the process too. Um, so I, I like that Spo does it. Um, I know it drives most people crazy, but I think that's a good thing. I mean, more Gabe the- Vincent. Gabe <laughs> <laughs> Vincent at the one to start. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Lakers and the Heat stopped playing like two weeks ago. I mean, I think the finals were what you know, end of November. Days before between their last game and their first game. How Listen, many- there. There's a lot of hot takes out there about the beginning of the season. I, you know, I'm out there doing it too, but I think, you know, calling saying Tyler Hero is not a point guard. It's not, you know, it's not the craziest take in the world. No, like, he's we, not. <laughs> I, like, and by the way, he doesn't have to be like, he's, he yeah, he's so much. Army night that you. He tonight, that's what you, he's, that's what he's best at. George, saying Tyler Hero isn't a point guard isn't slander, by the way, for all the Tyler Hero stands. It's not. He's a fantastic shooting guard. (laughs) Yeah. Let him him shoot. Okay, Moose. George, I think the question we all want to know is, does LeBron need more help? Man, LeBron's got a lot of help this year, boy. (laughs) Good Lord, that team is loaded. Man, they are better on paper than they were last year, that's for sure. And – you know, maybe they've lost a little on defense, but on offense, they are way more dynamic with Gasol in the high post and uh, the screen and roll game with Schroeder and Harrell. Like, it, it they are more dangerous. Um, that was a first take question, though. Yeah, it this, was. But it's legit, though. It's a does legit LeBron question. need more help? Like, LeBron don't need more help this year. He's got plenty of it. It was, like, it was like the season just started. We're doing this already with LeBron? Like... Jesus, like give the you know give the guy a couple weeks, you know. But, I do you think know. I do think though it it would be good for the league um, if LeBron had a rival, and I know Heat fans will hate to hear this, but I do think that KD being that rival would be in the best interest of the league. Um, like if the Nets come out and the Nets and Lakers play a couple of finals, like I, I think that that makes like that's good for the league as much as it would drive Heat fans nuts. Um, because you have the Kyrie factor, obviously him and KD have history and, you know, KD's always said, I don't want to be number two, right? I want to be number one. And to get number one, you got to go through that guy still. So I, I, I do think that that I, I'm curious to see how this all plays out. I picked the Nets, uh, this year to come out of the East I, I, I to beat the heat in the conference finals. Um, but you know, we'll see. Trying if to see a little bit there at the he, end. But if he gets Harden, I would probably amend that. Like, I, I don't know how everyone – I know – well, look, actually, I kind of know how people feel about Harden. It's like split. Um, but I think that if you are – if you don't think Harden can help this team, then I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, there's not much else I can tell you. So, Donna, we've agreed way too fucking much tonight, by the way. And I didn't yell at you. So there's Yeah, no. which I'm, I'm like, is it just too early for you? Like, do I no, need to get no, you after I'm, a West Coast I, game? Happen to work out that way. Someday <laughs> that's how the ball bounces. <laughs> Dono, do you think the Heat still make it there with Harden if you're trading the house? And by the house, I mean Hero, Duncan, Precious, everything. 
I got to see what's left, right? Like it's just, it's just, it just depends. That's, that's but, the issue. Um, but if your nucleus is Bam, Harden, and, and and Jimmy, I like your chances. You figure out the rest of the shit later. Okay. That's the best big three in the league, right or wrong? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, off the top I of my head, can't, yeah. you know, I can't think of a better one. I want Brass to play. He had all these things ready for if he started yelling at me or yelling at any of us. Brass, <laughs> go ahead. Got nothing. Got nothing. Got no- That's good. I like that. That was good. That one's great. That was excellent. <laughs> That's a good one there, too. I might have that too, to be honest with you. Not the tie, but the tie is terrible. My my favorite part. My favorite part is uh, Gianni in the background. Is Pam. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, I didn't notice did not that. that. What the hell is that? Put that back. Was that supposed to be me? Put that back. Yeah, yeah that's is out. that you? Yeah, yeah you're that's right. Out. Yeah. Out is the yeah. one. Johnny as Pam is the what funniest part of that. Johnny doing with his mouth in the background there, though. There's like something going on there, but you can't tell because the words are over. And he's probably he's babbling about the Raptors or something. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Lowry. Oh my god. Oh, he got so so funny because I've done so many Raptors games. Uh, well, previous to the stoppage last year, that I almost feel like I know. I, I, I almost feel like I know Kyle Lowry uh, so well at this point that I I feel like I should face like try to like FaceTime. Johnny and like just put him in like the room with me. Uh, he'll die. Kyle <laughs> Someone mentioned trading for Kyle Lowry and G got so upset. Oh, I, I think he makes a ton of sense. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, he would be great. I wouldn't extend him for too long. Um, you know, he's 35, but um, I think that the Heat or the Clippers or one of those type of teams, if they brought him in, I mean, that changes a lot of things for sure. Even though he's not hardened, um, but that would change a lot of things. I mean, Toronto's 0-3. Time to blow it up. You stand up. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't see that either. I, I think they're very much in the Harden sweepstakes, I think. So, I mean, that's just me on hearsay. But um, I, I think that they're going to be in that conversation. Because think about it. Wouldn't you trade Pascal Siakam for James Harden? I mean, but at this point, who wants is, – is Pascal – is he killing his trade value? He looks horrid. Like, I he looks ter- – Games, dude. I know, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah, like he, he didn't look good in the bubble last year either. It's uh, he didn't look good in the playoffs because in the playoffs, things slow down a little bit. Um, you know, they are uh, things get more isolation heavy, right? Like, as we saw in the finals with Jimmy, right, having to carry them, and he's a bad isolation player, yeah. He he works he works you know he worked great next to Kawhi he worked great in the regular season but you know like we, we've always said when you can key in on a guy it, it's just tough in the playoffs and he's only uh, played organized basketball for like six years or something like that like five years I don't know something it's, it's, uh, the same thing was uh was true what was his name uh I can't remember his name Joel Anthony he learned how to play basketball from a book right except. And he was, Pascal Siakam can catch the ball, which is and he's game. a champ. He's a champ. He was a champion too, two times. Precious, Precious started playing basketball like I think his senior year of high school or maybe his junior year of high school. Like a lot of these guys start really Joel late. Started, Joel started really late, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Joel well, Embiid did as well. Yeah, with a name like Precious, that you know he was probably drawn to other things. Stop it. Oh, sorry. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to one of my precious rants. Mm-mm. I got to be way drunker for that. Uh, <laughs> what is that? What is that? 
<laughs> that was a look George just gave me. But I was about to go to my pressure friend. Anyway, guys, we, we got 10 minutes more than I wanted to. I feel like this happens every single night. Uh, shout out to Kylie Wang. I'm wearing my Wang Gang t-shirt. Uh, you can get it on Five Reasons, uh, FiveReasonsSports.com. I'm not supposed to shout out the competition, but who cares? Those guys are my friends. Um, thank you, George, for coming on. I know you're busy. Uh, thank you we, guys for having me. We're going to get you on a West Coast game so you can have a drink with us. Sure. That it'll, be, it'll be like 1 o'clock in the morning for me on a weekday, but I'd be up drinking anyway, so it's fine. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and the kids will be to bed, and we can have some drinks and have a good time. Thank you for everybody joining the chat. Remember to uh, hit the subscribe button while you're here. It's not that hard. Just click the little bell or whatever it is. This is the last show we're going to be doing on YouTube. From now on, Hangover Time will be exclusively on Twitch. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell Twitch is, but I've enjoyed it. Like The chats in Twitch are super fun. People are giving out bits and subscribing, and I don't know what any of it means, but it's the, the kids seem to enjoy it, George. The young yeah. people like it. <laughs> as long as the young people like it, I'm with it. Um, so go ahead, subscribe, and follow us on Twitch. The shows will be posted to YouTube afterwards, so if you don't want to go on Twitch, you can still watch the shows on YouTube. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining us tonight. We'll see you guys on Friday night. Uh, I don't even know who they play. I don't care. I'll be here. And either way, I'll be watching. All right. So we'll see you guys then. George, thank you. Tiffany, you Siobhan, Moose. Thanks, Good George. Good night, everybody. We'll talk about that text chain later, all right, man? I'm yeah. getting in on that. <laughs> <laughs> he said no. <laughs>